And we are back with our fourth episode. It's our fourth profile. It's our fifth episode. Sorry. Pete, it's only going to get harder. The numbers are only going to get higher. Oh, when we get into double digits, I'm screwed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're back. Yeah, uh, you can probably hear this on the mic, but there's a little strife between Jack and I right now. Is there really? Yeah, Jack. Uh, I thought all I thought all was good. No, I played it off pretty well. Yeah. What's What's up? What's on your mind? So I had uh, a cookout this last weekend, oh. to which I invited Jack to. <laughs> yeah, invited in a loose definition. Loosely invited me. How to. do you loosely when you say I'm having a cookout Friday? Listen, would you like to come? Listen, you talked to me about this in the midst of us recording our episode four back on Tuesday. And it's a, it's a cookout on Friday and then you never, there's no follow-up or anything. I mean, we were in touch about the episode constantly after that and you never mentioned it again. So give the listeners your, uh, my version of events. Okay. So what what happened? So, so Pete and I are recording the, our, our episode four. Um, it's a bit of a struggle because we don't have a band profile, which, you know, is another story. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we make it through and, uh, somewhere, barely somewhere, uh, within there, Pete invites me to some cookout he's having. He probably just tosses it in there somewhere <laughs> loosely. Uh, then, you know, I'm, I'm just making plans. I, I remember the cookout. I assume it's on Saturday. I'm making plans for my Saturday. My Saturday's booking up. There's other things going on. I'm like, man, I really got to find out when Pete's thing starts. I can't miss that one. Yeah, I'd never hear the end of it. I'm a really good friend. I'm going to be there. So I go ahead on Saturday, early Saturday afternoon. I'm like, hey, Pete, when's your cookout start? I want to make sure I can be there. To which you reply. Hey, about that. (laughs) It was Friday. Yeah. And I'm mad at you. It was on Friday and you never told me it was happening. You know what I did on Friday? What? Absolutely nothing. I could have been at a cookout. Nothing wrong with that. I love doing nothing. It's like my favorite thing now. It was actually really enjoyable. No, Thanks for I mean, asking. All right. You missed a fun time. Uh, I heard it was the, a great time. The main thing that happened is my dad just roasted us the entire wow. time. He your, just laid into us. Your dad is a troll. He was literally like sitting <laughs> in the back and he was just like making fun of us the entire time. And like my entire family and friends were around there just laughing. That's amazing. It was pretty. I mean, pretty I'm glad he has something to live for now. Well, he, he said he had, he struggled to figure out how to listen to it. And well, then I was just going to say, he said he bounced around a lot. So I was, I was like, <laughs> you didn't even really listen to it. <laughs> I was going to say, how does he even know what a podcast is? He barely does. Um, <laughs> He might be listening to this one, so oh, okay. All maybe right. he's figured it out by now. Yeah, we'll 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 tone it down then. Well, we'll bring the heat this week, Jack. Oh, okay. Wait, your dad's name is Jack too, right? Y- yeah. Okay, sorry. that's going to get confusing. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant to you too. You got to bring the heat. Yeah, I always bring the heat. You know me. I just don't just can't attend cookouts. Hey, it's all right. I'm not confirmed. You know, it's just another nail in the coffin. I would appreciate a follow up text. Yeah, I meant to, but it's just, you know... A follow-up text? There were other mutual friends of ours. No one thought to ask me where I was. That's because we all assumed you were gone. You're an adult. We figured out... We figured you could... See, that, you was, your your first, that was your first mistake. <laughs> you shouldn't assume I'm an adult you're, in any regard. You're a man-child. <laughs> Something like that. All right. So, this is just the downward slope of our friendship and probably podcast. Well, you know, once we inevitably get so big that we have a falling out, this is just going to be another sticking point that we're not going to be able to get past. This is going to be one of those things I'm drunkenly yelling at you. Like, yeah, yeah. As I'm throwing out. as I'm throwing tumbler glasses at your head. <laughs> tumbler glasses? What's that? Yeah, like a cocktail glass. 
Tumblers. T- Tumblr. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, well, I'm going to smash them over your head. <laughs> Are we at a fancy place? What has Tumblr glasses? Well, we're going to be so big and famous. Oh. That's all we're going to drink out of. Okay. Come on, man. Sorry. It's so, all right. Well, guess what? I mean, I know it sounds like we don't have anything to talk about yet again this week, but we got someone to profile. Whew. Wow. There you go. <laughs> you know, set our bar low and we'll always exceed. Ooh, that's a little teaser to next week or to two weeks from now. I won't say, don't say anything else. Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, so yeah. So is this your pick, your pick or my pick? It's a more, that's a gray area. It's another point of contention. Because I put it on the S list last week. You did. You snuck it on there. You didn't even tell me it was a local Pittsburgh band, but I listened to it and I was like, Pete, I love this. Yeah, I know. I mean, I picked it for you, so I'll, I'll give this one to you. You got to stop uh, catering your S-list picks to me so so uh, effectively. I told you, I just want to make you happy. I know, but I want to. We we want to have some contention here. We've, we're already on our downward slope, so <laughs> we might as well just you know keep going, double right. down on that. Well, okay. So who is the artist? Um, real quick, let me see. I don't know. Hold on. Durley. Well, one more time. Durley. Uh, Dur- Did you get that? Durley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. Um, so. And who's that? Who is that? Who is that? Uh, Durley. What was, what's his first name? His first name is Andy. Andrew. Andy. Andrew Durley. Yeah. Durley is his last name. That's one guy. He's from, uh, he's originally from Gibsonia, PA, but now he lives in Pittsburgh, which if you don't know, Gibsonia is in the far north of Allegheny County. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, it's only a place I've heard tale of. It's basically the Winterfeld of uh, Allegheny really? County. Really? No. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> There's a wall past there. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't, you can't go any further. You can't get into Butler County. <laughs> it's a giant-ass wall. <laughs> oh, man. A bunch of wildlings running around up there. <laughs> oh, have you ever been to Butler? No, not that I know of. Not, Actually, no, I did. I went not to, too far off. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I went to a wedding in Butler back in 2013, oh, and it, it was at a Days Inn, and there, it was pretty much... Uh, well, the wedding wasn't at Days Inn, but the, the accommodations were at the Days Inn, right? Mm-hmm. And the one takeaway I had was that at the uh, free buffet breakfast at the Days Inn, you know, you go down, it's usually like some some pretty crappy like eggs and bacon... They had nacho cheese sauce right next to the eggs and bacon. And people were going, taking eggs, taking bacon, and drizzling nacho cheese sauce oh my God. on the eggs and bacon. Savages. It, but it was, I did it. I was like, well, I guess, <laughs> I was like, there's something going like, on like, in the days in, in Butler, PA. When in Butler. That people need to know about. It, um, it was surprisingly good. I mean, it, it was probably absolutely terrible for you, but yeah, whatever. It, it was surprisingly good. No less terrible than anything you did the night At, before. To this day, I have not seen any, any uh, other attempt at, at doing that. My dad's actually calling me right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't answer. All right, I'm we're too busy roasting one. him. Yeah, <laughs> he'll know. Yeah, just listen to the podcast. <laughs> all right, back to Durley. Uh, yeah, so he's actually been at it for a while. Um, his first, yeah. uh, his first track, which he has on his SoundCloud page, is over five years old. Yeah, 2012. I saw that. And at this point, he has 86 tracks on SoundCloud. That's nuts. I know, right? This. So his most recent LP, uh, "Off the Beaten Path." Mm-hmm. was his seventh release on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, so that's not his most... He has two more recent ones than that, but they are yeah, both collaborative. Both collaborative VPs. Uh, the one other one... Uh, so I'll say he was signed to Philos Records in 2015. Yeah, based out of uh, Kansas City. Yeah, which focuses almost entirely on this kind of music. Yeah, and what is this kind of music? Sample-based, uh, 
like electronic music. Yeah, it's it's where it's the way they described it is it's not uh, lyrically based, Mm -hmm. but in samples they'll have the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, it's like chill hop. It's hip hop electronic mix. Yeah, but the other two that he released the the one twenty sixteen one divided souls is with uh, daily bread. I think. Yeah. Another, another Philos. Another Philos artist, yeah. yeah, which does similar music. And then he did a collaboration with Des Brennan, who's, Des Brennan. Uh, who's a New York rapper. Yeah, who I hadn't heard of, but I did listen to the collab, and uh, it was pretty good. Some good songs on there. It was, yeah. Ri- totally. So I'll just say, like, so I found this song last week, and since then, I've been listening to him nonstop. Yeah. It is great, like, just... So, like, at work music. So, I listen to it oh, in, like, yeah. the background. It's perfect if you're, like, busy doing something. Yeah, it's upbeat, it, you it, know. It keeps you upbeat. It keeps you, it keeps you energized. And it's also interesting. Um, this is... So, this is right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's why I picked it. I mean, I know you did. <laughs> you're, you're catering to me all too well. But this is the kind of stuff that I just love. I mean, I, I could go on and on about the electronic artists. So, uh, who's, like, a national act who does something like this? Okay. So, there's a bunch. I mean, you everything from... Jay Dilla is the biggest, like... He's probably... Uh, the one who has the most legacy in terms of hip hop beats okay. and uh, put and stuff that sounds like this. Uh, he actually passed away. R.I.P. Jay Dilla. Oh, um, Pretty Lights is a more electronic based one that yeah. I got a lot of on that collab with uh, Daily Bread. I got a lot of uh, Pretty Lights influence on there. Mm-hmm. Sounded like it. Um, there's R.J.D. Two. There's Girl Talk. That, yeah. There's well, yeah, Blockhead. Is there's Girl Talk's a Pittsburgh? Or isn't Girl yeah, Girl Talk's from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Um, New Hobbis. I mean, Kanye started off as a producer and he started off in his early stuff. He was ma- he was just doing beats. He was doing soul sample beats. So the question I have is stuff like this, uh, Durley stuff seems like it's a standalone thing. Like you, you're just supposed to listen to it. But some of these kind of acts, is it like they put these out and then rappers then rap over them or they, they mix yeah. it so that... And like into like with a rap artist. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a blurry line. Uh, you could, a lot of these guys, uh, put stuff out that is definitely standalone. I mean, it's good enough that it, that that's all it needs to be at the same time. Um, it is like the foundation Clams casino. You gave me, you showed Oh me yeah. Clams casino. Okay. I mean, he's much more ambient and atmospheric than, uh, than I think the stuff Durley's doing, but still you know, along the same vein, same okay. kind of, same kind of style. And, um, but he, ha- he's put out instrumental mixtapes, but he also works closely with a lot of rappers and produces for them. I mean, it's the foundation of rap. I mean, these beats is like, it's what, it's what the lyrics are put on top of. So there is a li- most of these guys do a little bit of both. I mean, some of them lean more heavily towards the standalone stuff, and some of them lean more heavily to, to the production, just producing, side, yeah. just producing for uh, rappers. But um, but no, I think there's there's definitely kind of a happy medium in there where a lot of these guys uh, fall into. Cool. Uh, so with all that said, let's listen to the song "Ciao for Now" off of uh, the 2015 release from Durley, "Off the Beaten Path." And I guess we have to say ciao for now. Ciao.
invited. All right, we're back. Uh, we just listened to Chow for Now by Durley. Great track. Yeah, I guess... We, I love it. Did we talk about this at all last week? Uh, no, this was on the S list. You snuck it on there, but we, we didn't. didn't really discuss it, no. Yeah, so the reason I picked it was because it is such a positive, good-feeling song that I was like, Jack is so smug, he's going to love this. <laughs> Pete, you know me all too well. Um did you see how many plays this has on Spotify? It's like 500,000. It's really close to 600,000. I rounded down. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think it was like 598,000 something. I probably got 100 of those in this week. <laughs> I was yeah, listening to this we're nonstop. This oh, yeah, me too. I, I, I was listening to this nonstop before I even knew this was a local Pittsburgh act because you had just put it on the list, and I was like, this is my favorite one. This is the one that I like. <laughs> And it's awesome. I mean, I love that kind of music. It's just, it's so uplifting. It's so energetic. We touch on it a little bit. It's great to just throw on no matter what you're doing. Like you can, you can, what I like about it is you can sit down with this track with a pair of headphones and really like appreciate all the appreciate it and really focus on it and hear all the layers and the transitions and the attention to detail. Because I mean, this stuff is not like it takes time to perfect this kind of sound that much. That's what I wanted to point out the depth. Like, yeah. If you take something like this at face value, you would just be like, oh, this, you know, this is a good song. Mm-hmm. But the more you listen to it, the more things you pick up on. Oh, yeah. You hear uh, a new little little twist to it like almost every time. Um, but at the same time, on the flip side of that is you can also put this on, like you said, just in the cubicle while you're working on something or driving, or great driving, driving while you're like doing chores at the house or like just anything. You know what I mean? You, it's also perfect background music. There's there's it's like there's not a whole lot of tracks, types of music that really work that both ways where like they work to really be focused in on. But they also work for great like atmosphere music. Yeah, I agree with that, you know. Um, so do you know anything about, like, did you research or find out anything about like what's sampled in there? Um, yeah. So actually I will say that, uh, I listened to a lot of the most recent stuff he's put out. I listened to the full, uh, LP as well as the two most recent collaborative EPs. And I love the samples. I mean, there's, uh, I've heard, uh, Biggie Q-Tip. Birdman is in one, which was which was awesome. Um, so there's some great stuff in there, but this one I love. It's um, this track. This track, "Chow for Now," samples "Long Red" by Mountain. I don't know about that. Okay, so this this sample it's the one that's like louder. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it is one of the most prevalent hip hop samples I've ever heard. Really? Once you start hearing it, you hear it everywhere. 
It's all over the place. So I just got to keep my... Yeah, you do. I mean, Kanye uses it a ton. It was used back in like the early 90s by Nas. Uh, It's been used by Jay-Z, The Game, ASAP Rocky. Like this... Oh my God, that's a lot of people. Jay Dilla used it on his, uh, probably his most famous LP, Donuts. I can see why. It's it's fun. It's it's great. You know who else? That was used? one of the things I kept like, like, you know, like just yelling to myself. You'd be like, louder. Yeah, I know. I do that all the time. Um, you, <laughs> I believe recently I just texted my brother a voice, a voice recording of me just doing it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, you know, out of the blue. <laughs> louder. But you know who else used it, Pete? Who? Lana Del Rey. Oh, I hate it now. <laughs> I changed everything I said. So as I was listening to this, when you put this on the S list, I was like, that Pete, he's such a hypocrite. Here he is putting on a song, using the same sample, talking about how much he doesn't like Lana Del Rey. Like I knew any of that stuff. I know. Uh, that was what was making it amusing to me, was that you didn't know any of this. But it's literally the same sample she uses in uh, Born to Die, the first track off of her Born to Die LP, <laughs> her first LP. Wow. Yeah, the, yeah, it's everywhere. Do you think Durley did that on purpose? Yeah, because he's such a big fan of Lana Del Rey. Oh, like, like <laughs> love Lana? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I can't say that with any confidence. You, you can talk about anything, and Jack will bring it back to Lana Del Rey. Yeah, you. Th- it's like uh, six degrees of separation. You just give me, give me a test. Six degrees of Lana. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, what else do you have to say about Durley and this track? Uh, that's pretty much it. I think that the thing I wanted to point out was that this was just a gateway for me that like, um, this is the first song I heard. And then I just kind of like went down the rabbit hole and listened to like pretty much as much of the stuff. I didn't really go too much into like the 86 SoundCloud tracks. I was mostly listening to Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, And the Bandcamp stuff. I mean, I think think it's, um, I think it's a testament though to how long he's been working on this. And I didn't listen to his older stuff, but um, I think at this point, like he's at the top of his game. Like, I guess he signed to a, a label, and um, I think that we can expect a lot of great stuff to come from Durley. Yeah, well, it, um, before we get to that, can I uh, can I tell you some tweets that I found? Of course. I, Jack, you were probably so upset I, last week because you couldn't do this. Two weeks. Oh, man, Harkin you, didn't have one either. So I, I've, I haven't had a chance to do this since episode two. <laughs> Which, you know, feels like, a, feels like a lifetime ago, Pete. All right. What do you got? All right. So, so let me just say that his Twitter is, is pretty great. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, there's some high-quality stuff on there. Um, I'm going to bring up a couple here. Uh, I found so many that it was hard to like, decide which ones I wanted to go with. Because I know you want to keep this. You, you don't want to l- have this drag on too far. I want to make you happy, Jack. All right. I know well, good. I'm happy. glad. So this is one he tweeted on October 25th of 2016. Someone stole my credit card and charged $300 of McDonald's in one sitting. I don't know whether to be mad or call them an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> that's It's pretty funny. If you're going to have a stolen credit card charge, $300 of McDonald's, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. When mine got stolen, uh, it was like a $15 charge at Wendy's. And I was like... Was it really? Yeah, I was like, what nothing. is it with the fast food? I don't know. I think just because... Wouldn't you shoot bigger? I don't know. I've never stolen <laughs> I mean, a credit card. You're gonna get. I mean, you're gonna get caught one way or another. Everyone could see the charges. So why would you? Why would you start with the fast food places? Probably because it's inconspicuous. Yeah. You know, yeah, no that's gonna, true. How many times has someone like really looked at your credit card when you're at McDonald's? That's true. That's true. Um, so let me give you another one here. 
So in uh, March of 2017 of this year, he uh, was tweeting about uh, the winter, just the weather here. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of funny. So March 16th of 2017, the tweet just reads, snow <laughs> it's like this very flippant attitude towards the winter. The very next day, March 17th, 2017, it just goes, icicles just shattered my passenger window. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that attitude really... Uh, you can't come at it that high. Yeah. Winter was like... Yeah. It's, car- really- uh, it's karma. Like, you can't do that in Pittsburgh. It's no. going to come... If it hears you mocking it, it's going to come get you. Yeah. That's how I feel about summer right now. It's dragging on. Yeah. I mean, we're still in August, which is kind of crazy. Feels storms, like too. You get this random oh, storms. Yeah. Today was nuts. Yeah, it was. So let me give you one last tweet here. This is, for, this is a very topical tweet. It's from August 21st, 2017, this week. And it goes, bumping clips on the eclipse while reading how to view the eclipse tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you do for the eclipse? Did you... Did you uh... I didn't do anything. Did you step outside and see? I it? was so unexcited about it. It the hype wasn't I wasn't buying into it. I didn't even step outside. I was in a meeting and I didn't even stop the meeting. I just kept going. Wow. Yeah. And and now I kind of feel guilty because now I kind of feel like I should have been more into I it. I think we have another one in like seven years. Yeah, we it's do. A lot closer. And apparently, like it's only the totality zone is gonna be just slightly north, like up near Erie. Yeah. So maybe I'll get, maybe I'll have another opportunity to, to get really into that one. My one friend drove all the way down to, he drove like eight hours to like, just watch this. I know people who did that. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. I hope they had a good time. I haven't really heard any reports of anyone who was in the totalities. Oh, that's another thing cool my dad did. So he gave me uh, x-ray paper because he was like, you can look at it through this. And then I, <laughs> I went into work and I was like, oh, I'm just going to use this to look at it. And someone was like, oh, like you can't use that. Like it'll damage your eyes. What? And I was like. What are you talking about? And I thought your I, dad was a doctor. And then I Googled it and it's like, do not use x-ray paper. <laughs> and I texted him and I was like, you know, what's going on? He's like, just be careful. <laughs> How do you be careful when you're looking at the sun? You either look at the sun or you don't look at the sun. <laughs> so sure enough, I put it up and like it went off just like a little bit and I got blasted right in the eye. What? Pete. Yeah. You didn't heed his advice. You weren't careful. <laughs> I guess he's right. <laughs> but he didn't even give me that qualifier. He was just like, no, here you go. Yeah. Well, have fun. I don't know. Let me let me finish up here with uh, one more post. So this is from his Instagram in February 27 of 2014. Uh, and this was a pretty hilarious post. It's just a screenshot of his phone with a text that said from uh, his brother, which goes, I'm going curling next Friday. You're my emergency contact in case of a curling accident. <laughs> Actually, wait, that was on Instagram? Yeah. I saw I went through his Instagram. He had oh, some did cool you? stuff on there, yeah. Pete, that's my job. No, oh, sorry. Stop stepping on my hey. stepping on my roll here. Yeah, I didn't realize that that wasn't in my We're already at each other's throats enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jack. Oh man. Um so yeah, so uh we we're really excited to profile Durley. He um is releasing a new LP. I mean, the, his most recent LP, like we mentioned, was 2015. There's a new one coming out in the next one or two months. Is this just him, or is it a collaborative? I believe it's just him, but cool. I think we're going to have to wait to find out the official details. Well, I guess when that comes back out, maybe we'll uh, swing back around to him. I think that would be a great idea. All right. Sounds good. Uh, keep your uh, ears peeled. <laughs> what do you do with your ears? I don't know. <laughs> I think I said that earlier, too. <laughs> keep um, your ears peeled. Keep your ears open. Open, I think, <laughs> would be more apt there. <laughs> don't put anything in your ears. 
And we're back with our S-list segment this week. Let's do your picks first. If you insist. I do. Um, all right. Well, what'd you think of uh, the gas lamp killer, Nisim? I thought that was an awesome track. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. I, I loved it. Do you know why they're called the gas lamp killer? No. I was on their Wikipedia page. I have page. no idea. I've never heard of them before. He's a L.A. based DJ, but he was originally from San Diego. And I guess uh, the downtown area of San Diego is yeah. called the Gas Lamp District. Oh. So he's the Gas Lamp Killer. It's a fun little fact. Also, did you listen to any of his other stuff? No, I didn't. Um, but I will say, is it all sitar based? I don't think so. Because that was, I, I love that. I mean, that sounded, that was really like, cool. that yeah. sounded like some George Harrison. Yeah, it's not like all Beatles. like that. None of the other songs really were that great, but that is a great song. I mean, it's such a groove. I loved it. Um, what, el- what else did you put on there? All right. Uh, Hamilton Road by DuckTales. Yeah. I liked this one, too. Did you like DuckTales? You're two for two. Do you like DuckTales, the cartoon? I did. I do. Do you remember the uh, theme song for that? Oh, yeah, of course. It's one of the catchiest it's, theme songs. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck, swimming in bucks. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I loved, I love this song. So what was your initial impression? Like, well, it sounded like at first I thought it was Kurt Vile. That's what I thought. And then I thought it was war on drugs. I, yeah. Well, Kurt Vile was in that too. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard it. I was like, Oh, Kurt Vile is a new song. And I was like, this isn't Kurt Vile. Yeah. Well, it sounds just like him. Did you say this is the dude from real estate? It is. Uh, yeah. Matt Mondelelli. I like real estate. I saw I them. I saw them in Pittsburgh. I saw them at Alter Bar. Which you said we, that they're not that great live. They were not very good live. All their songs are real life monotone. It's like all like, boom, 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 boom. well, I mean, it's good. It's boom, good boom, music, boom. but, um, the, yeah, the show it's I went to, old, it does, it does. And the show I went to at Alter Bar, which, you know, we talked extensively about mm-hmm. last week. Um, yeah, it wasn't that good. It was kind of like they had no stage presence. They had no interest in interacting with the crowd or anything like that. <laughs> so it was pretty just straightforward. Um, I had a good time, but it was kind of in spite of them as opposed to because of them. <laughs> they weren't helping it. They were not helping. No. Uh, all right. All right well, what else you got? Did you like uh, Love Is All by Tallest Man on Earth? I did. I like that one too. You're three for three. There you go. I guess... Uh, now tell me about Tallest Man on Earth. I've heard that I've heard of them, but I am not familiar at all. Okay, so he's in he's not actually the tallest man on earth. No. He is a really? five foot eight guy from Sweden. Wow, false advertising. Did you know he's from Sweden? No. Would you have ever guessed that? No, I would have thought he's from like Japan or something. Japan? I don't know why. I just assumed. What? <laughs> I don't know. I, all right. So like I say American that, folk. <laughs> he, it did sound like Bob Dylan, but for some reason, I don't know what it was. In my head, I just assumed this band was from Japan. I never looked into it, though. Why? I don't know. That's so weird. Uh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a Swedish guy. Um, so I, this is a re, uh, re-release. This song okay. uh, was originally off of his uh, The Wild Hunt, which is his 2010 album. Okay. And originally he did it just... How, how long has he been around? I think 2007, 2006. He's been around a while. And is this uh, indicative of the rest of the catalog? No. So that's what I was bringing up. Ooh. Usually it's just him and a guitar. Okay. Which if you've never heard that before, he has he carries a lot of weight with the guitar. It's it's cool. Like he does a lot of interesting things with just him and the guitar. And he has such a unique voice. Okay. But they went back and they re-released this song with uh, like the whole classical um, and... A classical ensemble? Yeah. Wow. The people that did that, ah, uh, shit, where did I put it? I got too many notes this week, Jack. Wow, Pete, you really did your homework. 
I know. You're um, really carrying us. Oh, why music? Why music was the 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 backing band for that? And okay. They've also recorded with the Dirty Projectors, Saint Vincent. Hey. Who we talked about last week. The National Bon oh. Iver. Oh wow! Yeah, they're, they're, a, I'm surprised I haven't heard of them before. They're right up my alley. I think that they like they just do work for people whenever they want like a full like full uh, ensemble. Yeah, cool. So, but uh, tallest man in the, uh, on earth and them released a full like five song EP. Oh, nice. So there's more songs like this. Well, I'll have to check it out. I think you would like it. I think you should go back a little further too, because it's a. Uh, I mean, when I first listened to it, like I would just think this was just standard American folk guy. Yeah. And then we find he's from Sweden. We're like, where did that come from? Yeah. And then, like, some of his songs... Especially like, if you think he's from Japan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that goes both ways. But, um, so some of his songs, like, you know, in, like, folk music, he will, uh, it, it'll use, like, imagery and stuff, like, kind of, like, uh, use different, like, sure. literary tools. Yeah. So his are so out there. And then when you find him, he's Swedish, you're just like, does he know how to speak English? Or is he just saying random English sentences to, like, you know, because he thinks that's what American folk sounds like. Wow. But he does speak. That's English. pretty impressive. He does speak English, so. Um, so I guess the last one, which I'm wondering if this is going to be negative or not, is uh, "First Summer in the City" by Free Cake, Free Cake for Every Creature. So Pete, I hated this song. Did you hate? Is that yeah. that's a really strong word? I really, really didn't like it. So what didn't you like about it? Um, I don't know, man. It's like typically I'm okay with the like the kind of like breathy, airy vocals and the real soft like uh, instrumentation behind it. You, like it, that wasn't what was bothering me. It was just the sentiment. It just was so sticky sweet. I found it disgusting. I was just like, I can't do this. It, it kind of feels like it. I don't know. It just it just feels like like. Uh, Someone who's like, you know, maybe falling in love or like got rose colored glasses on. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything's great. Everything's happy. Sounds naive. It's like super naive. I hate that feeling. I don't like that. <laughs> so Jack hates love. I do. That's a sentiment I take I think that. falling in love is way overrated. Jack does not Being like in love. love's fine. Falling in love, hate terrible. It. Hate, hate it. it. Hate uh, it. I will say that the more I listen to that song, the more I don't want to listen to it. Since I've oh, listened good. to it a bunch of times, good. it doesn't really like... I liked it to start out. You know with why? I picked it because falling in love sucks, Pete. Just put it out there. <laughs> that's a takeaway from from this week. That's so. right. That's right. Never fall in love. It sucks. <laughs> also, like first summer in a city, that's not a big deal. So many people are in cities. Why is that something that you're so excited about? It's a big deal to her, Jack. I guess she's she's writing the song. All right, whatever. You're just listening to it. I know that's true. Have some have some respect. <laughs> okay. No respect. <laughs> All right, let's get to my picks. Yeah. Are you ready right. for this? No, I'm not. Did you listen to them? Yeah, listen to them. Right, you better. What else have. am I going to do? I was going to say, you got one job, Pete. Uh, yeah. All right. What'd you think of The Dreamer by Anna of the North? I liked it. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It is a good one. Yeah. That is, it's such a catchy song. And Why does she, did you see she's got a lot of pictures of her with birds? Yeah, she, she likes the birds, man. What's know. up with the birds? I don't know what to tell you. I just like the song. It's pretty cool. Do you know where <laughs> she's from? No, I actually, so I only know this one song by her. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really bad with that. I don't dive Sorry. any deeper once I hear a track. Well, I no. Like. So it said from the North. And since I picked a Swedish artist, I was like, all right, let's see what's oh, going interesting. on here. Yeah. How North is she? She's from Norway. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty cool. Your other pick, Finnis Monday. Okay. Yeah. Next song, Lose It All, Peren, What If, and Peren by Finnis Monday. So Sweden? We wow. have three Scandinavian artists. We got on a this Scandinavian S list here. We got, a, we got a party. Might as well just call it the Scandinavian and list. And when I saw the reason I looked at that one, Finnis, I was like, oh shit, there's Finland. 
I was like, we got all three. <laughs> we got all three of them. <laughs> but no. Boom. Done. I yeah. I, I, wow. They must be really new. There's, I didn't find a lot of, out of they're, them. Yeah, they're pretty new. Um, to me, so this song, it's like, did you like it? No. I knew you didn't like it. Yeah. I knew you were going to not like this one. I was listening to it. And I'm like, Pete's going to hate this song. So that's why you put it on there? Yeah. It's just bait. You're baiting me. Yeah. I was just like, I was, <laughs> it was a, you walked right into that trap. Um, so to me, do you want to talk about why you hate it or can I defend it first? That's up to you. All right. Let me, let me give you my defense real, real quick. Okay. So it's got, it's, uh, it's structured as a traditional pop song. It, it basically, it's not far off from what you hear on like top 40 radio. Like give, give me an example. Like Selena Gomez, like Ariana Grande. Okay. You know? All right. I don't know. I don't know. Why? What do you want? What, do you what was the one for? I said the first week? Demi you, Lovato. Demi Lovato. <laughs> yeah. That not, was the only pop not like Demi Lovato. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, to me, this song, it's like, the, there's, it's like a pop song, but there's something just slightly off about it. Like it looks familiar, but the vocal uh, samples are just a little unsettling. The like, the, the, um, the synth works just a little like, creepy to me it's almost like an upside down version of a pop song you know in stranger things the uh, upside yeah. down yeah it's like it's like as if you like you recognize everything that's in there but it's all a little bit off it's a little bit creepy i thought so the reason i actually compared this with the dreamer and i was like why do i like this one uh, and not like the other one i mean they're both scandinavian they're both scandinavian electropop artists yeah. so i was like what's going on here and okay. i think it was because the finnish money song just sounded generic I didn't Generic. think that it just, it, it felt like, um, if you bring Demi Lovato back no, into this I won't. one more time, <laughs> I won't, I promise. I'm, I hit my, my cap for this week. Um, <laughs> Good. and in the North, it just came across as much more sincere. It felt like she had her own voice. Okay. Um, I thought the Finnis Monday, it just, it just felt, even though I will give you that the instrumentation was a little bit different. Her voice, it was just, it just sounded like run of the mill. Um, so it wasn't, I didn't, I, I hated it. It was I like, don't, it just, I didn't like it. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. There's definitely some more uh, emotional depth in the dreamer in Anna, the North yeah. than there is in this one. This one's kind of more just surface level fun to listen to. So I'm okay with that, Pete. This isn't going to be a deal breaker for us. We can keep the podcast going. Um, let me Speak go to my third, <laughs> let me go to my third track here. Uh, Seeing Colors by Darcy. I like this one. Yeah, it's good. I got like a real like 90s electronic. Yeah, uh, it's... Um, who's the one really well-known one? Not not Chumbawamba. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I could say... I just wanted to say Chumbawamba. No, who's the one... Uh, 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 fat or... Oh, oh, Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. That's what I thought of. <laughs> Jeez, man. I don't know why. You are why. coming up with some of the most ridiculous references. Fat that Boy is, Slim. That is a 90s el yeah, electronic. It, is. it yeah. is. All right. Screw you. Which one is that? <laughs> is that? I don't know. Like I've heard the one song that I know of his. Oh man. I wish I remembered the hook of that song. I know it's something is it that like, I would remember. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Slap right. the something. <laughs> We're going to have to stop right there. I'm I did like this it. Off. I did like it. Okay. So yeah, it's good. It's kind of like, um, it's electronic, but what I like about it is it has a definite like hip hop influence to it. And the use yeah. of auto tune on this song is awesome. It was pretty cool. All the vocals are auto tuned and it's done tastefully. That can go one of two ways. Yeah. It went very successfully. I like it when they do it like this, where it's like an instrument instead of like, yes, they're using it more as like the vocals are another instrument as exactly. opposed to like, you're just doing it just because you're out of other ideas. All right. Um, final track I put on here nights by Frank ocean. So I love, I don't want you to say like, 
I think you changed everything with this one. Really? Yeah, I love this one. Wow. This is You're a, that big a fan. It's, this is like a before and after. Like I was like, really? What, I was like, what was I doing my have entire you, life that I didn't know about this? Have you ever heard of Frank Ocean before? Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay. I never listened to him. But though. you never listened to him? No. Okay. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. I, so like, this is his second album? Yes, this is, or no, uh, hold on, hold on, Pete. Hold on. All right, hold before on, we get into this. On. Hold on. I had a feeling you might say something like this. I'm really glad you love this song. Because of that, I've got a special surprise for you. Uh, We've got our first special guest in the studio. Special and first guest ever. First guest ever, yeah. In our studio right now. You, but w- by which I mean, you know, Pete's Kitchen. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a studio in our mind. Yeah. Um, so Jack's sitting next to a toaster. Oven. It's our, it's our good mutual friend, Boosie. Yeah. I'm going to hand the mic over to him. He's going to take it from here. Are you okay with that? Well, also I should point out that I have three mics. I bought three mics. Yeah. We did this under the impression that we had three mics, which was, we have you know, three mics. Hold the phone. We just don't have three quarts. Well, you know, when, when I asked if we needed another mic and you said, no, we got three mics. You, I was you right. You, I was right. Yeah. But technically, but you probably should have included the you fact didn't say that you can't hook it up. You didn't say quarts. Ay, ay, ay. God damn. Boosie, I think you need to take this right now. I mean, you know. Boosie was also sitting here for most up, of the other you stuff. Know. You could hear him. Uh, so when we said... Uh, we said uh, DuckTales, Boosie lost it. You can probably yeah. hear him laughing. All the laughing in the background has been this guy just sitting <laughs> sitting in Pete's kitchen, just cackling over there. Um, My bad. You don't need to apologize. Hey, man, we're having a good time, man. We're having a good time. Yeah, we are. Um, so what did you, you think of this song? See, I didn't have like, I didn't have like um transcendental moment like you did. But I always rocked with Frank Ocean, so... Like, okay, yeah. But when I heard this song, I was like, oh, this is vibe music. Yeah. Like, you can just sit here and rock to that. Well, you know what's weird? When it stops and it's like a whole other song starts... Man, my part. That's what, like... I actually thought Jack tried to sneak another song in. <laughs> so I was sitting there, and I was like... I was like, he put two of this guy's... Well, it sounds like a whole new guy. Yeah. Did you, uh, peep the, like, Drake... Influence. I did in the middle, like. So I do. I have listened to Drake before, um, but I like this more than Drake because it's weird. Drake's like kind of straightforward in some ways, but it's it's like a little bit weird. But this is like weird, and I really appreciate that. Like, I feel like he just took Drake's style and just made it better. I completely agree. Like, and I feel like that's what hip hop is, man. Like they'll take your style, like battle rapping. They'll take your style, yeah. Use it against you. While battling you and just like and do it better. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Drake. Like you know, you you cool, but nice. You're not Frank Ocean cool You're though. Not Frank Ocean cool. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went and I listened to this whole album, and the whole thing's awesome. Like, so have you ever heard of Channel Orange and like? I didn't listen to that yet. Nostalgia Ultra, like his first mixtape, that's what you really need to listen to right okay. there. Like Nostalgia Ultra will set you up for a Channel Orange, which kind of brings you into Blind. Like, okay, I've been. He had a long break between those, though, right? Uh, Channel Orange and Blind. Yeah, he did, but I feel like that was more like label problems than uh, it was okay. like creative problems. And plus, he also like came out around the same time. Like, when he first dropped the Channel Orange, he came out. And so he was dealing with all that publicity and, to, and things, too. Yeah. Now, this is something that me and you have discussed, Pussy, about Blonde. 
I I'm with Pete. I love this album. I know you're. You, I mean, I love Channel Orange and I love Nostalgia Ultra as well. But I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember you telling me this is the only song you really like on this album. I I said that it means like this is the song that connects with me most. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you why it connects with me most. Yeah, go ahead. Because I have legit a personal experience attached to the song Nights. Because Frank Ocean is talking about Hurricane Katrina in Nights. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, whenever he said that, I was just, like, immediately drawn to this song because I was... Well, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What's your connection with Hurricane Katrina? I don't even know if I know this. I was in Hurricane Katrina. Were you really? Yeah. Wow. What was that like? All right, you know how it's Nights? Yeah. The first day there, like when the night came, it was perpetual darkness. It was nothing but black. Wow. Like we didn't have anything. Wow. When the night came. And it was it was kinda Is that what he meant by the name, you think? Uh no, like I actually gave it a really good listen and it was more like he was describing exactly that we all have the same problems with your famous or you're just working a mid-level job. Like he basically started off at the height of his career and just brought it all the way down because the Katrina part comes at the end when the beat right. drops. Yeah, that's true. So it's just like he goes backwards, and then you start to discover like he still has all these people that are dependent on him, uh, even when he's a star. So it's just like you still have the same problems no matter where you are. Yeah, so he's he's at the top now, and it's like it didn't go. I away. mean, he's at the top. In comparison to his family. Yeah. Like, he's taking care of all of them. That's true. What I really liked about it, too, and you get some of this in Drake's songs, like you said, but was, like, the real melancholy. Like, he's just, he looks like, he, he's, like, a con- he's, like, observing everything. And he's just, like, you know, like, talking about it. All right, you know, and this, this is the thing right here. Like, this is where Frank Ocean does it better. Is because, like, with Drake, you kind of think of Drake, like, crying in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's all those memes of Drake. <laughs> right, just be right, real right. sad. You know what I'm saying? Like with Frank Ocean, though, you're like, oh, that's deep. Yeah. But if, if Drake was to say the same thing, he'd be like, look at this crying ass. <laughs> <laughs> just think it's corny. <laughs> well, yeah, with Drake, with Drake too, you're always like, you kind of were on Degrassi, you know. It's you like, know, you did do that, Drake. But I actually liked you on Degrassi. I watched it. I did too. You know. That's crazy. When he got shot, I was like, "Whoa, bruh!" Exactly. I didn't expect that part. Sorry, spinner, sorry. spinner. I was just gonna say, <laughs> "What was the kid's name?" Spinner, <laughs> spinner sold him out. <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> JT was in something. I don't remember. J- JT was the dude who got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, what can I? Violent things happening. This is a Canadian high school. What's going on? What are y'all doing, bro? Like, how y'all have Columbine and Amazon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have, like, five minutes of us just laughing. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. That was great. Uh, So the one thing I want to point out is... uh, He's, he says at one point, uh, want to see Nirvana, don't want to die. Yeah. And when he says that, I thought he meant the band. So when he said that, I was like, 
what's going to happen if he goes see- and sees the band Nirvana? Like, what's going on? Oh, want to see Nirvana? Like, as in, like, he just wanted yeah, to like see Kurt, them when like they Kurt were Cobain. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I mean, that's the play on words. Uh, but then, like, I was like, oh, he's probably talking about Nirvana, like Buddhist Nirvana. And I was like, see, that's that, makes, what I was thinking, uh, that makes more sense. That's what I was thinking. And it does. It really does. Because but why would he home. die if he goes to see the band Nirvana? Like, what's going to happen? Or maybe you don't. Notice how he, yeah. um... No, no, no. I think, you're taking it, I think you're taking it a little too literally. Like, he could say, I want to see Nirvana, as in the Buddhist sense, but then say, I don't want to die, and now he's using Nirvana as in the Kurt Cobain sense. That's a double entendre. There it is. Um, I was just talking to someone about this. Kurt Cobain and Nirvana are referenced in so many rap songs these days. Yeah. All over really the place. Are, but I it, fi- did you see that new HBO special with Dr. Dre where he plays the, he plays like a Nirvana song and he just like fucking rocks out He's like, it's great. I mean, you know, Nirvana was very influential because they was stepping away from the pop rock that was yeah. going on around them. They're yeah. like, no, this is how we really get down. You got to remember like Kurt Cobain was like Seattle. Oh Back yeah. And Seattle was like. A drug hub. Before that, it was all, uh, in terms of like the rock world, it was all the hair metal bands. Ugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I don't mean to disrespect the hair metal bands. Well, but, I, should, I should point out there was also punk going on at that time, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But like, you know, Ner- he came out, it was grunge. It was. It was like, a whole he, new thing. And like, he came out with his whole, like, he set the trend, bro. Yeah. And I mean, he's like the the stereotypical tortured artist. I mean, someone like Frank Ocean is going to relate to that. You were just talking about the melancholy. I mean, you that music, that Nirvana music is is really energetic and can be really adrenaline fueled. But the lyrics and the message behind it, I mean, it, a lot of it, it's it's downer stuff. It's melancholy. I mean, he was dealing with a lot of stuff, you know. And so is Frank Ocean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they relate, and you know, it's cool that. Kurt Cobain can still influence artists. It's almost 20 years later. Yeah. Shit. 20 years later, and he's influencing Frank Ocean's. Yeah. Well, Jack, you hit it out of the park with this one. I got to go back, and I'm probably going to listen to, what was it, Agent, Agent Orange? What was the other one? Channel Orange. Channel Orange. Yeah. Agent Orange. That's a, Ar- Nostalgia Ultra. I'm going back. I'm listening to the whole thing. Also, he's got a couple new tracks out this year. Chanel and biking, yeah. both of which I like, both of which, which I'm one is a fan Tyler of. The creator on biking, uh, biking, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to get Pete into Tyler as well. I snuck it on the S list. We didn't really talk too much about it though. Anyway, this has been great. I loved having Boosie on here. Hey. I think he knocked it out of the park as well hey, for guys, our first special guest. If y'all like me on this, man, just let them know. And yeah, I'll come back. We're definitely yeah yeah. Let us know. I think we're gonna we're gonna want to bring this guy back. For our What's Going On in Town segment, you have just me this week. Jack and I did record this together, but I screwed it up, and then Jack went home. So this is the first ever PCAST where you have just me. So I'm going to try my best not to screw this one up. Uh, So let's go right into it. On Wednesday, we have The Undead featuring Bobby Steele, who was the second guitar player from The Misfits, if you are keeping track of that. I don't know what number it's up to right now. Uh, We have some local support for that show. Uh, uh, with the Cheats, who's uh, been around since I think 2000, 2001, hardcore punk band from Pittsburgh, uh, and the Homicides, and that show will be taking place at Howlers. Um, lot going on Friday. Uh, we have Miss Freddy's or Miss Freddy at Moon Dogs, which is in Blonix. Uh, that's a blues act. 
She's a blues singer. Uh, we also have uh, the Common Heart and the Telephone Line at South Park Amphitheater. And Rachel B. at Diesel. All those are taking place on Friday. Uh, those were Jack's picks. He would have been here to read them, but he's at home like a loser. Uh, for Friday, I also wanted to point out that we have Pet Clinic and Honey playing at Spirits. Uh, we have After 87, which is a like pop punk act, uh, Shin Guards, and Wait For It. Terrible joke, but uh, that is actually the band name. And uh, those guys will be playing at Mr. Small's. Uh, Saturday night, we have Radon Chong's tape release party at Mr. Roboto. Uh, we also have Resilient, Silver Car Crash, and Scratchy Blanket playing at Howler's. And then uh, we also have uh, the Rum, Rock, and Reggae Block Party taking place downtown on Forbes Ave. Um, headliners for that one will be the Flow Bands and No Bad Juju. And then there will also be food trucks and vendors and all that fun stuff. So that's it. Uh, tune in next week. We will have our first ever uh, short episode uh, where we're just you know laying out what, what's going on that week. And then uh, we'll be back again in two weeks for our next band profile. Uh, please reach out to us. Uh, email us at uh, soundcheckpittsburgh, spelled out, at uh, gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, soundcheckpgh.podbean.com. And then uh, we're on Facebook. So like our stuff, share it. Uh, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. If you have any ideas for bands that we should check out, let us know. Or if you hate us and you want to let us know, that's fine too. So that's it. Um, that's our episode. So thank you for listening if you made it this far. And uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>